Welcome to the Faith Church Peshtigo podcast. You can connect with us online at faithpeshtigo.com. We're also on Facebook. Just search for Faith Church Peshtigo. Today's podcast is an interview with Sarah Chandler. Hi, church family. This is Jeff here with another conversation. Today, I have with me Christoph. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Christoph. Thanks for being here. And Jay is also here. Hey, everybody. I'm, I'm just observing hey. today. Yeah, sure you are, it. Jay. That's it. If you it's guys have this much, if you have this much dead air, I may not observe for very long. But I'm right now. I'm just supervising um, quality control. Thank you so much. Well, yes, we really appreciate it, and welcome to the podcast, Jay. And we are here today with Sarah Chandler. This is going to be an extra special conversation with her. Sarah, thank you for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh man, we're glad that you could make it. And we gather everything is, um, go ahead, Jay. She Jay. didn't really go anywhere. She didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, she's mean? just sitting in her, she's just sitting in her house. It's not like she <laughs> I mean, crossed. let's be legitimate. I'm hiding in my room. <laughs> you're hiding in your room from your children. That's what you're doing right now. So she's the one that should be thanking us is what I'm saying. Yeah. Really there was like, there was okay. the, before Great. all this started, there was the preemptive listen. If there's like this crash in a sound of animals and a sound of children, <laughs> I can't do anything about it. It's just going to happen. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Yes. This is at home with so, Sarah Chandler. So, <laughs> so other people had to make sure they were, they were out right out in the same room as you. So we could hear yeah. you clearly. Just kick them all out. There yeah. Well, I'm hiding in my basement right now. So Sarah, for those who might not know you, I know many people listening already do know you well, but for those who don't, could you tell us a little bit about like your your history with Faith Church and your involvement? Like how sure. long have you been around um, Faith? I was just trying to calculate that. I should have known that ahead of time. Um, almost 10 years. We visited for the first time when I was pregnant with the twins. And then we kind of had a hiatus because they were in the NICU. And then we couldn't come back because we had to socially distance um, during RSV season. So it'll be around this will be our 10th year this year this fall so it took us a couple years to maybe get more involved but I think I started first in the nursery I want to say I started volunteering when our kids went over to the toddler side and then um BBS after that just helping and teaching and um, at one point, I was the lead care provider in the nursery, and I was the coordinator for our MOPS group. Um, I help with the harvest party, and uh, what else do I do at church? Oh, and with IF and women's ministry stuff. I think that's that's a summary, kind of. So I think a lot of people will have an, can kind of infer the answer to this question, but just could you share, um, just like, tell us about your family, like, how many how many kids you have? Oh sure, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So I'm married to Jaime Chandler, and this is actually our anniversary is the 30th of April. So big plans, guys. We're wow. gonna stay home. Oh, nice. And then yeah, I know we might even like sequester our kids in with a movie and spend time together. But um, as if we haven't had enough time together lately. And then um, we have twin girls. They are nine. They'll be 10 this November. So we have Leah and Sophia. So for those who only know me as Leah and Sophia's mom, my name is Sarah. 
There we go. Um, that is that is still... so true with <laughs> church life. <laughs> I am this person's parent. Yep. Yeah. I still know people are just like, oh, you're the twins mom. So there's still a good portion of people who that's my only relation to faith church at all. <laughs> that's okay. So uh so funny. One of the things that like I, w- I wanted to ask you about, or one of the things that we were curious about, because um, I see it on and your Instagram and stuff like that. Speaking of family, um, is that you have in winter time? Uh, it's hard to get outside, but you have taken on with your family a specific challenge uh, to be oh, outdoors. Can yeah. you talk about that? Sure. So uh, my friend Jenny who I know through social media, not in real life, although she is Minnesota guys. So she's basically neighbors. Um, Oh no, Michigan, Minnesota, one of those two, but she started this challenge called a thousand hours outside. Um, And basically without going into like a long spiel about it, it kind of is supposed to offset the amount of time that the average kid spends on electronics or in front of a screen. Um, It's really motivating for us because we like being outside, but I had no idea like, how little time we still spent like in the winter time especially because it is it's hard and like we go ice fishing and we do go on hikes in the winter but we've made a real special effort this last couple years and it's been awesome like none of us have had more than a mild cold and forever and I'm like I think it's just because of all the vitamin d like it's been kind of incredible so um we especially the last couple of weeks have had to push ourselves because the springtime is way harder than the wintertime. I don't know why people are intimidated by the snow because that's actually fun for kids. But when it's like howling wind and only 30 degrees still, that's when we have the hardest time getting outdoors. But yeah, we've really enjoyed it. And they have tracker sheets and it's all like free to be part of. So it's really fun. The kids bubble in our little circles. We're at um, almost 200 hours between January and now. So that's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's one way to keep us all entertained. <laughs> it's not without its dangers though, right? I mean, yeah, we've gotten a couple ticks particularly recently. A couple so. a couple of ticks? I mean, maybe um, maybe the story that by the time it got relayed to me. Oh, from Lauren. We were okay, so guys, I had no idea ticks were even out yet and Jaime was with us cuz he's been off work. And we went to this place in Peshtigo. I can't think of the name of it now, but it's a natural preserve area. It's not necessarily trails. So you're all always walking kind of off the beaten path. And we got in the car and Leah sees one, that's one of my twins, one of her boots has a tick on it. And then all of a sudden, all of us just realized they're crawling like up our shoes. They're on our jackets. It was a very comical getting home and like stripping down. Everything gets washed. The boots got washed. Everyone takes a shower. But um, because of where we live, that's just kind of the nature of spring and summertime is if we go hiking somewhere that has even a little bit of grass, even if we've sprayed all the bug spray, we still kind of like our boots stay outside. We take a full shower. So we were Corona prepping before it was cool, I guess, to like just come inside and wash your hands and completely take all the things off. So that is by the way, my, my worst nightmare. I yeah, know. Seriously. Dude. That sounds I, awful. I could <laughs> seriously not handle And Jaime, Jaime has some of the craziest stories like that. And so I, I just, I feel like Jaime is what I would consider a tick magnet. So he mosquitoes and ticks. Yeah. He, I don't ever have to worry about getting bitten by anything. Cause it'll bite my face first. <laughs> 
Yeah. Ew. So <laughs> thanks for sharing that. Now I will never oh, go outside welcome. ever again until winter. <laughs> That's why I like winter. Winter is the best time. Uh, I agree. That's my kid's favorite season is winter. And I think there's so many fun activities. I mean, Jeff, y'all were in Canada there. You must've had to get used to winter time because you bet right? that's yes worse we had a lot of fun <laughs> in the winter we had the world's largest um ice skating rink which was nice oh, in but i, I am loving ice skating rink i am loving spring right now though i'm not gonna lie but you're right we're in this weird transition right where it's not very warm yet and pretty wet and, and yeah that can be challenging especially for kiddos yeah, the wind is really the detriment right now. It would be so nice, except for the wind. I think is what my kids say almost every day. But yesterday they played outside for six hours. So, I mean, I feel like it's That's a lot great. of saying yes to things that you maybe are a little bit nervous about. Like they wanted to take blankets outside and they built a fort. And I was just like, yes, yes. But then they asked if they could take the cat outside. And that was a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then when they wanted to take their mom outside what was that no that was a hard no also we already went on a two-mile walk (laughs) entertain yourselves (laughs) and we are not only you know hitting this season of cold and wet weather but we're also like quarantined which is a unique time right like so it's good that your kids are out like that i do have a question related to that you know my kids are upstairs right now and uh, working through the preset curriculum that we've been given. And uh, your kids are also at home right now, but they would have been before this, correct? Right. So I'm curious, how has the, how has the shutdown, the safer at home affected your kids in school? Like, has it changed anything for you guys? Oh, that's such a loaded question. Um, It's something I talk about a lot with my homeschool friends, especially like, it's interesting to have social media right now, right? Because we get our friends in Canada and Michigan and Minnesota and all around. And I think the collective answer from everyone who homeschooled before this was that it's different for us too, right? Like we still have the stress and anxiety and all the same feelings that everyone else had. Some of them homeschooled, but also worked and Um, that wasn't the case for us. So we've kept to a pretty normal daily rhythm, but I think finding the motivation when kind of it's an endless day, right? Like there's no punctuation of ice skating lessons or going to GC on Thursday nights or a one on Wednesdays. Like that's all different for us still too. Um, so we actually are off this week. So we finished our second term. We school year round just for clarification, but so we finished a second term of the resources we use. And before we start the third term, we usually take a week off and (laughs) go to the library and get books, but we can't do that. Um, So right now I'm just kind of pulling together what I do have. And thankfully, um, Melissa Sherman, who is a wonderful woman at our church as well, she went to school before everything kind of got completely closed and picked up books that I needed. So, um, So yeah, we're still schooling and it's kind of a weird mashup I guess because my husband Jaime he's home now like his work shut down a couple weeks ago so it's kind of strange to do that with someone else at home too like I feel like I'm trying to work at home like I always have (laughs) and now there's this super sweet and well-intentioned intruder 
Um, <laughs> so. That is that is a great way of describing Jaime. I was going to ask you, like, how, yeah, how has that been? Because I know in our house that has been a challenge when you got this. He's such an extrovert that I think he's losing his mind a little bit. He last night he's like, I just want to go to work. Um, so. Yeah, with the restrictions on fishing, especially on Michigan side, like he's just home a lot more. Um, he manages some properties for a friend, so he's had to do some of that. But yeah, he's he's not somebody who enjoys unpunctuated days. And so I think he's feeling a little bit aimless. Um, but I mean, for us, for school, I don't, I'm almost scared to say this, but it only takes like two to four hours unless we're introducing maybe like new material and then maybe like five to six but we don't have to do like I only have two kids in the same grade so for me to accomplish what a school day would be like subject wise as like an eight hour like we're not in school from like eight to three or anything like that normally so um, that's pretty much the same for us still we've just been capitalizing on Jaime being home and forcing him to come on walks with us so <laughs> So in that vein, though, it, it, it has been different, but I, I, I think you do have a different tool set available to you that maybe somebody who is a, a, a parent of public school students has. If, if you had some advice to give to maybe some public school parents or parents who are kind of getting thrusted into this schooling at home, uh, what sort of advice would you give them? I think I would just tell them to be gentle with themselves and their kids. I mean, that's what we're trying to do right now. Our kids have handled this really well. I think I actually posted on Instagram about it. Like, I don't know where they learned this from because I am definitely a more anxious person um, just in general and, and easily, I'm a high strung type A type person. And so um, they've been really laid back and pretty easy going about all of this, but a lot has changed for them and for you, whether you stayed at home or worked at home or whatever you're doing now. So being gentle, this isn't a time to like plow ahead and learn all the things. And I know for some people in high stress, it's really fun to be creative and get innovative, but for other people, it's a time when they just need um, some more mental escapes. So something we've started doing, I mean, we did it before, but we started a new series when the quarantine started. Um, it's called The Green Ember. And it's kind of your, almost like the in the vein of Narnia, like adventure fantasy kind of series, but doing something that allows an escape for everybody to do together so that you're, you're bonding together over something that you can talk about. Um, if you like nature walks, doing things like that, we aren't, we are starting a new term, but we're just taking things a little bit slower. Like I'm not putting a lot of pressure on anybody in our house right now. I mean, we still have the same ideals and morals and standards that we always have, but just really trying to be practical about the fact that we all need some gentle grace right now, even though for us, especially, like you said, a lot has changed and nothing has changed. So I hope that does that answer that? Yeah, it does. I think that's Make helpful because you, when you're saying that, Sarah, I know that I've talked to a lot, obviously a lot of parents who have found themselves in this situation and it can be really overwhelming. And especially like we have friends who they're both, we're both parents are still working and yeah. they're trying to figure out how to do whatever work is thrown at them. And every district has something different. And so um, I think that's good to just from that realizing that parents who um, 
parents who have already been homeschooling freak out too. And uh, just to, to go slower and to not, not put all that burden on yourself of trying to make everything happen that we're just kind of, we're all kind of figuring this out as we go anyway. Yeah. And I think we're all grieving the changes in different ways. Like, like anybody would normally grieve differently. I think we all have different skill sets. It's been really funny. The memes that say, you know, check in on your extroverted friends. They're not okay. So Jay, I hope you're doing all right. <laughs> I, I was about ready to say something. No, no, I'm not. But it's, uh, what do you, have you, how have you found that? So you, would you consider yourself more introverted than Jaime? Oh, I am deep in introvert camp and Jaime is kind of on the borderline. He, he doesn't mind doing things by himself, but he likes to be doing something. So he definitely recharges by activity and like connection. And I mean, I was talking to Amy Nutt when this all kicked off and she was like, this is like my prayer has been for things to slow down. And to just be with my family and to have distance and space to just like get us back into a good rhythm. And I was like, so this is all your fault. Thanks. But um, no, but I think for more introverted people, it's still a lot, but it's nice in the sense that we're getting a ton of time to recharge, but then we need somewhere to burn that off too. So for Jaime, it's the opposite. Like he is depleted and he needs to go and do something else with his life like he can't sit home with us all day he does help with school um he does the science stuff because I can't willfully make a mess so he is all about if something's going to get exploded or boiled over or whatever like he will take that on so it's been interesting are definite like I said definitely being gentle with each other I don't know if anyone else's marriage feels a little tense at points during the being home together all the time but no, but ours ours sure. is ours is bliss all the time. Never <laughs> just never an issue. <laughs> I mean, I got to actually hang out the other day legally when uh, oh, we went to yeah. the vet. We happened to be going to the vet at the same time, and so um, my if people don't know, my little girl is good friends with your twins, and so that was like a highlight of um, the week was was them getting to talk to each other through the vehicles <laughs> and they pulled up next to me in the parking lot as we're waiting for, uh, waiting for our cat to come out and, um, which she didn't. So then that caused a whole other issue, but we, <laughs> but everything's fine yeah. now, everything's <laughs> fine now, but at the time um, it was just, it was, it was good to be able to take advantage of that. Yeah. It's, they definitely miss their friends. I've been really thankful to have the aged kids that I have right now. Cause I can't imagine explaining this every single day to a two-year-old over and over and over again. Chris, tell, tell me about it. <laughs> Why can't we leave the house? And Sarah, oh, okay. Sarah, Christoph's wife, Sarah, has to explain it to Christoph every day. Yeah, that's true. 100%. <laughs> so then he relays it on, which is nice. Yeah, it's great. Sorry, I just derailed. I, how am I doing so far in my observation? Sarah, how would you say I'm doing in my observational role? Jay, you know, I always think you're a failure if you're trying to be quiet. Like there's okay. just, you're not capable. <laughs> so. It's fair. It's fair. I just wanted to, I just wanted to have a conversation. Jeff, <laughs> do you want to reel us back in here? Well, yeah, Jeff, this is your job. This is why you were hired was actually to reel me in. 
That's 100% true. How's that going? Yeah. That is actually true. <laughs> Jeff, you might want to look for another job. I don't First know. performance that's review. <laughs> I would like Sarah. to present Exhibit A, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the thought I had before I lose it, I, I was really relating to what you were saying about being gentle with each other. And you, you made me think of something that um, Kevin said when we had him on this podcast a, a few weeks ago. He quoted from Psalm uh, 103, 14, where it says, for he, God, knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. And uh, it just, it seemed like a very similar sentiment to what Kevin was sharing, what you just said. Related to that, I, I would love if you could share, like, how, how have you been experiencing God through this, um, through this uniqueness that you've been describing everyone being at home and no yeah. space and all of that. What comes yeah. to mind? Um, so I was reading through Psalms before this happened. So I'm also in the hundreds. I'm actually, I did 101 this morning, but um, I was just going to share what I had written down. A quote from that was, I will conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart. I will not look with, appro look with approval on anything that is vile. And so some things that I had been thinking about, um, just to get super honest, super quick, but I definitely struggle with temper and, um, and being critical. Um, and I'm a very perfectionist driven person. I'm an Enneagram one for anyone who subscribes to that. Um, so for me being home, um, we had just come out of the Lenten season, right? I mean, as all this was starting, that was where we were. And I had been fasting and the girls had chosen to fast from television. Um, we don't really do screens and technology in our house. So that was a big, like, Kind of a sacrifice also for Jaime and I, but um, I feel like what God was teaching me in that and what's carried over is just to focus on the main thing, which is always Jesus, um, that our aim in all of this when raising our kids and being home is to actively worship him every day. And that even though I'm a naturally human, selfish person, that that can't be my aim. I can't just be comfortable all the time. Like I can't binge watch Netflix and eat chocolate all day. Also, cause I can't go to the store to buy chocolate, but it's a whole different thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so yeah, I really felt God leading me in that way. Um, some people know at church and some people don't, but a couple of years ago, I got like really sick out of nowhere. And no one's been able to tell me why that happened or why the symptoms reoccur. Um, and I feel like that that was such a provision of God. I mean, I felt that while it was happening, even though I hated it. I remember having a conversation through tears with Jaime, like, is it okay to hate this season and still trust God? And, um, and I feel like that carries over here too. And, and I'm really thankful I went through that before this because there was so much unknown. And I mean, when they're like, Oh, it's cool. We're just going to do an MRI to see if you have a brain tumor or NS or MS, like super casually. And you're like, excuse me, what is happening? Um, and so I guess I kind of look on this whole season, um, and my time with God right now, of just like, what is right in front of me? Because that should always be my focus pandemic or not. And as a mom and a wife, my first ministry has to be my home and the people in it. And if those are the only people I reach for Christ, then I still think that I'll be loved and accepted. And that's, I mean, that's my first goal. So that hasn't shifted at all, but it definitely brings it all into a different focus, talking about being gentle when you, 
you know, even as a stay at home mom, like I lost all of my, my blow off steam kind of things too. Right. Like I, I guess I could go for a walk by myself or something like that right now, but I can't go hang out with my friends. I can't, um, all my friends are trapped at home with their children. So like, we can't even really talk on the phone. Christoph is probably laughing, thinking of our GCs on Thursday nights. <laughs> like, I mean, they're like bobbing in and, you know, checking on everything. So, um, so yeah, really trying to focus on keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is discipling my children and, um, and loving my husband where he's at and being gentle with myself while still trying to make gains in my knowledge of knowing him. So, yeah. So speaking of GC, rumor has it you're part of like the coolest GC ever. Yeah, uh, we might be the biggest one too. It's no big deal. <laughs> uh, how, what, what has it been like to, um, what has community looked like for you over the last couple of weeks? How have you been, um, how have you been connecting with your faith family? Like how have you maintained connection with your faith family and what has it looked like to um, disciple and be discipled by those who are a part of your, your faith family? It's super weird. Let's just be real. Like, <laughs> I feel like the ministry of presence has radically changed in a month. So mm. um, it's neat that we can do the, the GC Zoom calls. And I feel like, um, I'm sure you know, but like your wife started a group text message for the women in our GC. And, you know, I feel like just trying, I'm not a huge scheduler of social time, but I almost have to like write down, like, make sure you text message this person this week. Um, because it is so unreal. Like normally I think when you're out and about, you feel prompted by things. I, I know that God is still doing that, but it definitely feels like you need to be a little bit more intentional with that. Um, so we've been sharing in our text messages, what we're reading and, and praying for one another. And then of course our super cool Thursday night zoom call, which is usually wildly off target for like 45 minutes, <laughs> but really fun to get to see everyone's faces and connect. And then um, it's, it's hard, especially because I think I have a lot of deep relationships outside of GC. So maintaining like those throughout this, but um, the two women that I think of as far as discipling in that context were women that I was meeting with before this. And so it's been really interesting and, and really encouraging to see how God is moving in their lives and to be able to pray for them. Um, even if it's over Marco Polo, which is so awkward to like bow your head to no one and, and to pray and they'll watch it later. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely been kind of a shift in how do you meet people where they're at when, if you go to where they are, that's discouraged. <laughs> so wait, so I need to ask a question about that. Cause I want to clarify because you yeah. just, said things that I don't know. Uh, so Marco Polo, oh, we're not talking about backyard pool, like, or the no. pool. Um, yeah. So it's a video app. I don't know that I'm going to describe it well. So you, you record a video that, that that person can watch and then they record a video back to you. Yeah. Yeah. So you're praying on the video and sending it yeah. to them. Yeah. Um, but it's, you said bowing to no one, but obviously you're, you're praying well, to God, to God. yeah, and, but, it feels and, but then weird. they're going to watch it later. So with my eyes closed and me yeah. just talking to myself, yeah, it looks a little weird, but Which I, I just, I'm so thankful you said it that way too, though, Sarah, because it is awkward. I mean, we just had our family, you know, church family meeting or whatever on, uh, on Sunday. And, um, it was, was so sweet. 
it was sweet, but it's, we all have to embrace kind of the awkwardness of this. Like yeah. there's some things that, that feel strange and we just need to be able to name that and say, yeah, this is weird. And this is not the way I would like to do this. Yeah. Um, but, but it is something, and I'm sure it's been meaningful to get those prayers. Like when you hear other people praying for you or for something. Yeah. I mean, I was really encouraged by Robbie's, I mean, all of our messages, obviously, but when Robbie talked about I mean, all of our, message, yeah, I mean, you're fine, but, okay. <laughs> okay. but, but when that message, other dude preaches, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, something yeah, about he his keeps, voice he keeps your husband really awake. awake. Something about his voice keeps <laughs> your husband awake. I, I know. Anyway, go ahead. Um, I liked that he addressed that. This is why we don't have this normally. I know a lot. I know most churches our size have some kind of video, like live stream thing every week. And I've really loved that we don't do that because I think it's such an easy excuse to not do the community part of being a Christian. Um, and I get it. Cause like, again, I'm a neck or I'm an introvert and I've could totally could self-contain and really be fine, <laughs> like not emotionally or spiritually, but like I would be okay with it. So I get it that showing up and and being part can be really challenging, but I, I really miss that. And when we had our, I mean, business meeting, I don't know that that qualifies. It was, a, it was an informal family meeting. There you go. Not, That's not a, a business meeting. There's the right term. So when we had that and then Robbie was praying and he looked up and saw everybody and his voice broke. Like I started crying. Like I, cause Jeff was very diligently turning on all of our, our cameras so that it's too distracting when people are trying to talk. But at the end, we all got to see each other. And it was just such a sweet reminder of that someday we'll get to do that soon. Hopefully. It's true. This, this, this is a season, you know, and I think what you said earlier helps like you can trust God through a season and still not like the season. Yeah. And right. I think that's always the, I mean, it's always biblically and through, I think anyone's testimony, those seasons that we would not have wished for or willed into being that are the most fruit bearing. And I've never liked Psalms before. I don't know if that's okay to say. <laughs> Um, but reading it in this time, even through Lent was really beautiful. And just, I don't know, the lamenting of all of it is, is such, it's such a weird time to be able to relate to that because it's our world right now is most like the time of the Bible when people were going through famines and, and having a lot of government control over things that they didn't like. And so I think it's just a really stark contrast right now. And that's really, it's been encouraging and, and interesting. So. It's a really cool, cool uh, takeaway though, from this time, like just even seeing that in the Psalms, any, in a new fresh way, how honest they are. Right. And yeah, like you said, lament. So Sarah, time is flying by. So I want to give you a, a question that allows you to say anything else that might be on your mind. So is there, is there anything else that we didn't ask you about yet that you would like to share with us? Um, I don't know. I mean, I was surprised by the Instagram, the hundred or thousand hours outside question. That was funny. Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, we we're doing really well and we're really thankful. Jaime's work is shut down and finances are in a weird place. I know everyone's kind of there. 
So I just hope that this can be an encouragement. Like we, I don't want to sound like Pollyanna, like everything's just going to be great. And there's, you know, play the gladness game, like be glad about the little things. But I really think that it's been a sweet, encouraging time with our kids. And I think being honest and talking to them at an age appropriate level about stuff and still being gentle, like whether you homeschool or public school or however you school, just realizing that we're all going through stressors right now, even if you have a two-year-old who's waking up at five o'clock in the morning. Um, so, you know, we're all letting it out in different ways. For our kids, it's been a lot of wanting to be near us and like snuggle, um, which physical touch is my least favorite form of love. <laughs> so it's meant doing more of that, even though it's, it stretches me in a way that is not always my favorite. But so being gentle and being intentional with your families and and if you aren't already doing um, a quiet time in the morning or at some point in the day, I think this is just the perfect season to build life-giving habits. Yeah, yeah. So really, really quickly too, um, I think one of the things that's been super encouraging for me, um, just being a friend of yours, but then also being a part of a GC with you, and um, is that you utilize social media really, really well and in really, really encouraging ways. And as a parent, oh, like it's thanks. really cool and, and it's encouraging to see what you're doing with your family. How can, can, can we just, I don't know if anyone, I don't know if anyone's going to follow you, but <laughs> I, I would love for you to share, um, where people could follow you on social media. If you don't mind, I mean, if you do mind about that, that's totally fine too. No, um, that's okay. Um, I don't connect my, like my, it's, my name Sarah is on there, but it's not under Sarah Chandler. So it's slow and sacred schooling spelled phonetically with no dots or dashes. And I'm pretty much only on Instagram. Like I, I have my personal Facebook page, but I don't post a ton on there. I've had to actually, I think Sarah, you're Sarah and I had this conversation kind of distance myself from Facebook because there's a lot of things on there that um, give me ulcers and anxiety. <laughs> So that'll preach. Uh, yeah, I, I am on Instagram. So slow and sacred schooling on there. And then if you want to do the thousand hours outside, it's the same thing. It's just the number 1000 and then hours outside. And Jenny is really cool and posts lots of activities and shares a lot of stuff. So you can follow her hashtag or her handle and that all comes up. And the same thing, I have that hashtag and that same handle. So if you search it, which I did last night out of curiosity, the internet has all the things, guys, so you can find it. It's very true. <laughs> all the things. So, it was a Sarah, little creepy. <laughs> Sarah, I'm thankful for you uh, joining us in this. And people don't, if they don't know you, um, you know, I, I've just always appreciated your transparency, your um, your honesty, and um, just you're very, you, I know you've been a big encouragement to a lot of um, people in our church uh, because you are very straightforward and um and just very honest about the ups and the downs of whatever's going on and if people aren't sure they haven't picked up on this and you mentioned that you're an enneagram one um and if people don't know what that means i always find that fictional characters are the best way to help and so um i believe you are a hermione granger i am um, but also percy weasley so people are are harry potter fans then i don't know which one it depends on the day probably which one of those um, you uh, are. But one thing that I found was I'm interesting. I'm pretty fastidious, so I'd probably more Hermione. <laughs> You're Hermione, but also also Bruce Wayne. What? 
what that's what it said i mean you know oh, the no. internet have we have we sent jay down the rabbit hole of we so did. another thing about this bruce wayne right <laughs> so is <laughs> well for people who are more into the myers-briggs stuff i'm an isfj so i'm also of the feeling critical personality type so I've a, i'm a really fun mixture jeff aren't you something similar to that i am i am uh are you an iftj I'm an N. Okay, now this is getting weird. Yeah, it all I remember, remember is that I'm Obi Wan Kenobi in the Myers Briggs. So, <laughs> but Sarah, I'm also a one. So, are you? Yeah. Oh, so you're her, you're Percy Weasley. You're Percy, and then <laughs> I don't know who Sarah that is. gets to be Hermione. Okay, all right. Sorry, we're making those references. No, you can be Bruce Wayne. Jeff, you can be Bruce Wayne. That Thanks, seems Jay. fair. It's better. It's better than my wife, who's Bellatrix Lestrange. Okay. Oh, I that, love Lauren. She's. <laughs> We've That's what it says on the Jay. internet. That's not my Jay. fault. Did we go? Did we go over? Yeah. The, All right. Know. Let's okay. uh. Let's let's go. <laughs> Sarah, thank you for taking time. Um. And amazingly, we haven't heard any crashes or any uh, chaos. So that's awesome. Is it or is it scary? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's very very. <laughs> You're about to find out. Very Maybe we'll do very part true. Two. Well, uh, uh, if if you have made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Um, we release two podcasts a week. At the beginning of the week, it's a podcast discussing the sermon uh, from the previous Sunday, and then we try to interview somebody from our church um, later on in the week. Thank you so much for listening. You can connect with us online at faithpeshtigo.com. We're also on Facebook, and uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. 